Eric. Um, Carlin. Yeah, sorry, it's a little awkward. I know it's my week with Wonka, right? Right. And a week is specifically seven days. Hold on. One, two, three, four. Carry the one, five, six. Prime number seven. Yeah. Yeah. Seven so, days. So, um, but unfortunately, I think we've over booked ourselves a little oh, bit oh no so we have kind of a little bit extra so we do have uh, some bonus guests and this is kind of turned into a bonus episode and to be clear um we did not watch this an eighth time no we only watched it seven times but we found the seventh viewing so rewarding we were so emotionally overwhelmed when we realized that this was the last time we'd be seeing our good friends willie and noodle and larry chucklesworth for a while that um you know we just felt like we had to dedicate two episodes to this viewing yeah so here it is folks say my name Romano. what yeah so today we have on two very special guests but yeah eric how do you feel uh seven days um it's a lot of wonka right it is a lot of wonka it's a lot of wonka and it's also a lot of my week with wonka it is you a, know, yeah. every night we record an episode we go to bed I wake up the next morning. When I say we go to bed, I mean it's separate beds, just yes, to clarify. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't want to say I go to bed. Yeah. Because that makes it sound like you don't sleep. I, I do sleep. Just, yes. I'm, I'm doing um, okay on that front. We go to bed, wake up in the morning, uh, and I start my day by editing the previous night's pod for a few hours. Um, you know, it's really cutting into my Scrabble time. I've had to give up Scrabble, which is fine. I did it um, for this pod. But I'm looking forward to having my Scrabble time back. That's good. That's yeah. good. I, um, Eric, do you know, like, immediately or, like, what kind of movie you're going to watch after this? I am. Well, you know, I haven't been watching too many Christmas movies this oh. year other than Wonka, oh, Wonka. Of, course, of course. A Christmas classic in the making. So with the limited days that I have left leading up to Christmas, I'm hoping to dive back into the christmas canon explore some christmas movies i haven't seen before um there are two or three 1940s christmas movies with barbara stanwick on the criterion channel oh. so i can't recommend them from the perspective of someone who has seen the movies but i know i'll be trying to check out at least one or two of them um and if you're a fan of barbara stanwick i say hey you should try one too and if you aren't yet a fan of barbara stanwick maybe you don't know who she is uh, watch one of her movies. I guarantee you'll be a fan soon. Yeah, me. Um, I think I'm going to watch Candyman. <laughs> uh, uh, here's our first guest. Uh, I used to believe that I was my own toughest critic. Then I met our next guest. Please give a warm welcome to Jaime Kearse. Jaime, how are you today? I'm sorry, I'm not even talking right now. So, um, I'm what? I'm doing well. I'm eating some chocolate. Great, but very in theme. Um, Jaime, um, it's my understanding that you are our first guest who has actually not seen Wonka, but you have listened to our show. Is that the case? Yes, I've listened to each episode at least once. Yeah, Sometimes so I more than once. I, I believe at this point that wow. is that good, huh? <laughs> I no, be I believe at that point, this point, we're up to five episodes. Uh, episode six will probably be out today, but 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 good, we have a loyal fan. Um, what, um, based upon from what you've heard from our show, do you think Wonka is the movie for you? Well, you see, it's very difficult to answer that because I'm a little bit like the Cisco and Ebert of podcasts. Okay, I'm like Gene Ebert or Roger Cisco. You know, 
Uh, I'm trying to come at this from a very professional point of view. Is Wonka the movie for me? What, what was your question? I forgot. Do you would do you actually like want to watch it now? Like, would you watch it? You know, you make a pretty compelling case for it because there's a lot of themes, a lot of disparate elements. Uh, it really seems like a very multifaceted movie that discusses various parts of the human condition, uh, a lot of history, a lot of politics, a lot of uh, social conflicts. It might be a good movie. It might be a bad movie. Honestly, I honestly have no like no idea because Eamon doesn't like it, and honestly, I respect Eamon's opinion more than yours. Wow. Um, we 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 all got opinions. Well, so I'm. This is a little unfortunate because uh, you know, we we've made five episodes of this show at, up to this point. I mean, you know, but um, we have five published episodes up to this point, and we still have an indifference here, Eric. What do you what do you think we do about this? You mean how do we how do we try and sway him to one side or another? Oh, I don't. Yeah, that's a better way to. What uh, Jaime? How do you feel about Olivia Coleman? As an actress, you'd like uh, to, yes? Well, very famously, Eric Wells once said she's our national treasure, even though she's not American. Yes. But how do you- uh, Yeah, I love Olivia Coleman. Oh, no, yeah, of course, I love her. Uh, you know, Peep Show, uh, The Favorite, uh, other roles she's been in, Mitchell versus the Machines. Uh, she's she's amazing, she's spectacular. She was on uh, uh, Would I Lie to You that one time. Was she lying? Oh, don't yeah, spoil it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. So you you are a uh, you are a peep show fan as well, yes? Uh, I've seen some clips of it on YouTube. Okay, what if I told you that there are no less than four peep show cast members in this movie? Is David Mitchell in it? David Mitchell is not in the movie. Oh, uh, that's a bit of a harder sell. Than... That's not David um, Mitchell, either, is it? I assume not. D- different David Mitchell. Different David Mitchell. Oh, too many David uh-huh. Mitchell. Um, Jaime, are you um? A fan of the 1971 and 2006 Willy Wonka films? Well, let me tell you this. The only experience that I have with the 1971 uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, or Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, excuse me, is from Nostalgia Critics' uh, old versus new review of comparison of the two films. Oh, wow. Huh. Oh, man. <laughs> Some real journalism <laughs> there. And what was the, uh, what was the verdict there? Uh, I think his conclusion was that uh, the 1971 version was better. Oh, shockingly. Okay, yeah, I respect that. That's a good conclusion. A good conclusion. Yeah. Yeah. What are what are your God? I don't ask him his impressions of our podcast. Well, no, that? that's I, I will. You um, will? Okay. Yes, because um, uh, our other guests have come on to this show with the intention of reviewing Wonka, uh, but Jaime over the past few days. Um, has made clear to me his intention to review my week with Wonka. Mm-hmm. He sent me multiple messages about the pod. Um, I believe you said, well, th- this is when I, I had a lovely conversation on the phone with you and your mom, and you both were like, why seven days? Why not five or like three? Um, and then I believe you also said that this seems like a podcast that uh, people with bad taste would enjoy. Uh, <laughs> so well, I feel like you're misquoting me a little bit. What I okay. said was, my good friend, my best friend, Eric, not Eric Wells, mind you, but Eric Lansot, said yeah. that when I, when I told him Eric Wells make a podcast, he said, oh, that's interesting. And when I told him it was going to be my Wonka, he said, wow, that'll be really good for his career because people love that kind of podcast. Right. Now, what did he mean by that kind of podcast? Right. He means probably uh, a podcast that is really dumb. I see. So, so wait, 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 wait. Are you saying it's for people with bad taste? taste in movies or bad taste in podcasts podcasts okay 
That's fair. So no, this this podcast will certainly attract cinephiles. To be fair, I will say I don't think I've met a single person with good tastes in podcasts. People tell me about the podcast they listen to. I'm like, that's that's fucked up, man. That is why would you spend hours of your ear time listening to that? You know, that no. So I think I think that's a fair judgment. That's mm-hmm. what a great poll quote that people can use to describe our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> which you spend hours of your time. So um do you want to just uh dive right in and give us your notes on the pod you know we have five episodes out right now yeah yeah sure sure already recorded the six but you know maybe it's not too late for us to course correct maybe you can let us know what we should uh, be doing differently to shape things up around here <laughs> yeah of course let me tell you backwards in time before you re- recorded the sixth episode um so i think this episode i think this podcast and if i had to you know genie burn roger cisco it i would say that i give this podcast one and a half thumbs up out of two. Oh, well, yes. yes. <laughs> you usually only have two thumbs. Yeah, you're you're right. You're so right about that one. Yeah, continue. Uh, I think this uh, podcast did well in having some good bits. Uh, I think Wonker and Wonky are probably the strongest. Uh, I think that was Car- a uh, Eric Wells invention. That's a good one. Yeah, I think Carlin being illiterate is a very strong bit. I think you can go far with that one. That was a bit, wasn't it? Or maybe it's maybe it's reality. Plead the fifth. I do. Okay. Wonka pulling himself up by his bootstraps. I think it's a very common uh, subject matter to talk about the economics surrounding uh, the movie. I think that was, you know, a little bit weaker, but it's still pretty good to talk about, you know, whether or not he came from money or uh, what his means of production are. Uh, it, I was re-listening to the second episode, and that episode, Carlin had his chocolate facts segment, and I feel like that doesn't really come back very often. It did I feel it. Like that, you kind of, yeah. You kind of just, you know, sometimes you guys uh, throw things at the wall to see what sticks. I think that's the case of that happening. Here's a chocolate fact. Jaime, uh, you like movies. Uh, you, um, you seen Napoleon? Have I seen Napoleon? No, I haven't because I'm a historian. I heard the movies very historically accurate. Well, here's uh, one historical fact. Napoleon was actually a big fan of chocolate. So there you go. Wow, that's really crazy. Here's another historical fact. Did you know Napoleon uh, during the Battle of Waterloo had inflamed hemorrhoids? Yeah, I don't care. I don't give a shit about Napoleon. I give a shit about chocolate. Jaime, I mean, here's a good here's a good uh, question for you. Um, what do you think the funniest joke in this movie is? Based on our record, uh, the jokes. Oh, uh, it's that line that made uh, Carlin uh, heal over and laughing and die. Aha! Whatever it was. And do you Bing- remember- Bingola? Uh, Bingola, yeah, exactly. Bingola. Bingola down, but I forgot. Don't you think that that's like a little too like Big Bang Theory, you know? No, no, no. Oh, like Baz- like Bazinga? Yeah. No, no, no. Totally different. Two totally different camps. Two different. Maybe it's when Slugworth like dies and then like the thing comes out of his bottom or whatever that was. You know what I'm talking about? Well, we don't know for sure that he dies. He floats out of frame before we see what happens to him. But mm-hmm. Wonka doesn't seem too concerned but about it. I think I think Jaime is also talking about like the joke about the the hoverflies uh, flying out. We're going to fart them out of our booties. Yes, yes, I know that's what he means. Yes, the booties, the booties line is um that's earlier mm-hmm. in the film, but you know because they also have delayed hoverflies in the latter half of the film, um okay. it, is, it is implied that like yeah um that will also happen. They just don't acknowledge it in the form of yeah yeah the movie plays with circular time yeah. This I, is, I can just I can just rattle off more facts about the podcast. Um, yeah, yeah, really just give us, 
Yeah, just give us give us some notes. Give us some notes. Okay, so in the first episode, the auto quality was kind of bad. Uh, one of you would sound far away, kind of at a time. We were um, sharing one microphone. Oh, okay. Correct. Yeah, that explains it. So I think a uh, a really rec a recurring theme that worked pretty well was how much like the Twitter account that photoshops Paddington into movies every so often. I feel like you guys snuck Paddington into this discussion. Almost every episode, if not every episode. Well, the, this movie is directed by the director of the Paddington. Paul King, of course. And Paddington, yes. Paddington is a British um, icon. cultural icon. icon. Yes. Um, you know, so, and people do love Paddington too. Those are just facts. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like this really <laughs> emphasizes the connection between Paddington and Wonka. Maybe in the future, we can get a Wonka Paddington crossover. Um, Wonkington. Wonkington. Or Padonka. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Neither, neither Eric or I know about Paddington. I mean, we know of him. We've yes. never seen him. We just know of his statistics. I have, however, seen the movie Paddleton, which is a movie with Mark Duplass and Ray Romano, where they invent a game called Paddleton that's like a mm. mix between like tennis and something. But then like Mark Duplass gets really sick. So he has Ray Romano drive him across the country to like get pills so that he can. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that one. I think Ray Romano goes, eh, come on. <laughs> That's a good Ray Romano impression. <laughs> uh, what, based on... If Ray Romano was in this movie, what role should he have played? Should he have been Wonka or like a member of the Chocolate Cartel, the Oompa Loompa maybe? What are your thoughts? I think he could have played Noodle. He could have played Noodle. I don't know. I would have loved to have seen Ray Romano as Bleacher. Uh, right here, episode two, I have a note that says, Eric loves mother's chocolate. Is that a euphemism? I don't have to explain myself to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think in Amos' episode, the discussion of, like, Timothy being, uh, excuse me, Timmy, we, you know, we're very good friends with him, we should call him Timmy. Uh, him being kind of like the modern Neil DiCaprio and their boyish good looks. Uh, you know, I think that really spoke to me and really made me realize something that I never realized before. Is it because of your boyish good looks? Like you relate to that sentiment? Well, well yes. It also uh, really, it, I mean, I'm awakening something in me because I, 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 not much like Paul, <laughs> well, much like Paul Atreides getting those visions uh, while on the Spice Melange, I had a vision of the greatest movie of all time. And it should be uh, Timothy Chalamet starring in a remake of What's Eating Gilbert Grape. I think that would be one of the greatest movies of ever made. I, did you say that's the greatest movie of all time? Um, you know, uh, much like Paul Atreides, I can't control the visions that I get while on the spice. I get it. I get it. Of course. Do yeah. we agree that uh, Wonka is Juche core? I'm sorry, what? Is it Wonka is Juche core? Do we think that, that he's a Kim uh, J U C H E? He's a, you know, Wonka is a Kim Il song like figure. That's what. Uh, oh, oh, um, no comment. Okay. You know, uh, during Maggie's episode, she had a similar experience to you two, where she did Rocket Man ones. Yes. Yes. After doing My Week with Wonka, do you think he would then expand it to other franchises and other time periods? Maybe he would do like a Fortnite with a movie, or I'm sorry, you know... did you say Fortnite with a movie? Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm thinking of the game, and you're talking about a period of time. Oops, that's my that's my Fortnite brain. Um, the thing is, like, I am constantly thinking about the fact that there are so many movies that I want to see in this world and I will die before seeing all of the movies that I want to see. So I really don't know that I would commit myself to watching the same movie seven times in a row again, because that's six other movies that I won't have watched because I was busy watching the same movie seven times. 
I'm actually going to, after this, I'm not going to subject Eric to do it. Uh, he can come if he wants to, but I'm actually going to watch Ice Age 2, The Meltdown, every day for 2024. My month with Meltdown? Oh. oh year with Meltdown. Yeah. yeah. My, mel gonna... my Meltdown with Meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I'll pass on that It's one. okay, Eric. I, 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 I've already brought you. You were so gracious and kind Although, on this. You I, know, I don't want to bring you into more chaos i will say ice age the meltdown i really liked that movie when i was like four or five years old however old i was when it came out mm -hmm. and so for my dad's birthday that year my brother and i just got him a dvd of ice age the meltdown mm -hmm. because we just wanted to have that movie on dvd wow. so we were like no 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 dad this is for you you know of noted course. ice age fan yes like 37 year old <laughs> patrick well yeah, yeah yeah so he was like i i don't know what to do with this like I, this is, does not this is not anything to me yeah, so he just gave it back to us so then you know it worked out for us I suppose. Worked, worked out uh you know um, it's interesting because um in my french class we had also a dvd of ice stage one but it was in french I see. Mm. well this isn't an ice age podcast so jaime do you have any other thoughts about us do we think so in episode five you talked about how you wondered if the like guy who makes chocolate sculptures in Instagram, yes. uh, if he maybe studied under Wonka. And I think that yeah. could have opened an avenue to discuss like, you know, what the real world parallel to chocolate makers we have nowadays are. You know, do we have a Wonka-like figure in our life? Um, no, I think they unfortunately more resemble the chocolate cartel. It's, mm. it, it's men in suits at the Mars Corporation or... Yeah. Or, you know, the, uh, like, the TV show, Is It Cake? Ooh, where you yeah. have to, like, guess if the cake is cake. But with this, it's like, is it chocolate? Like, is that chocolate or is it a real flower? And then the answer is, like, it's probably chocolate because it's a color that no real flowers are. So, yeah, so... You know, it would be a much shorter game show. Mm. But those are some of the real world parallels. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. the uh, Wonka world is kind of a bit of an experience detached from reality. So I'm sorry to... Well well, that might be the case, but speaking of, like, transcendental realities, Maggie said that every person's idea of Wonka is true. She said that in episode 5. Now, yeah. I'm wondering, does that mean that Wonka's a Christ figure? Because every person's idea of Jesus is their own, but also true. Like, some people might imagine Jesus being Black, White, or Chinese. So, is Wonka valid in all contexts, like Jesus? I mean, sure. Let me answer your question with another question. What do you eat on Easter? What do they put inside the Easter eggs? Also, what do you eat on Christmas? Um, well, actually, that depends. Because my, where I'm from, you would eat pork on Christmas. But I don't eat pork. Don't, don't answer his question. What is yeah. on mine? I'm going to cut that out. What do you eat on Easter? What do I don't know. I don't celebrate Easter. Okay. They, is the answer you're looking for chocolate? Yes. Should I say chocolate? chocolate and Easter eggs. When kids do the Easter egg hunt, they put the chocolate in the Easter eggs. So oh, we, don't have, we don't have rabbits in Puerto Rico. <laughs> So those two uh, figures are intrinsically linked because, you know, who do you think is making that chocolate that is going in the Easter eggs for Easter? Uh, it's Willie J. Wonka. So, yes, I would say that in some ways, it, maybe he's not like um, a 100% like parallel, but they are adjacent figures in the mm -hmm. role of white people's lives. Um, That's interesting. Jaime, I think we're going to have to wrap it up a bit for time. But, Wait, give me a second. Uh, Eric, who ate chocolate in your bed during freshman year? I don't remember that. Um, I'm going to bleep this out in post because I don't, you know, I don't want to dox anyone, but it was. Oh, really? He got like really high and ate chocolate in my bed. And then like, okay, so you know how 
the bed like there's like the bed that they have in the dorms and then you put yeah. like mattress cover over it and then you put your sheets over that and then you yeah. put your blankets on that he somehow managed to get chocolate on all on of every the layer layers. like the blanket That's crazy the mattress cover the mattress itself i can't put the mattress in the washer but it was like five layers of chocolate which you know five layers of chocolate i said well not to me because i don't like chocolate but in any other context five layers of chocolate sounds pretty nice like in a cake or like a dip or something um but mm -hmm. on my bed not so much um wow. um any why well, I, I just remember to sending a message in the hall chat afterwards um being like you know just had to pay 325 to do laundry an extra load of laundry to wash that chocolate out of my sheets if anyone even cares and they were just like damn that's great which in hindsight like i don't really know what i was trying to um, accomplish with that but i was feeling a lot of feelings that night yeah um jaime uh do you have any closing thoughts or no any any notes you want to rattle off still real quick um carlin has anyone ever told you you look a little bit like Dax shepherd Who's Dak Shepard? Let me pull that up. He's Chris. He's Kristen Bell's husband. He was in Zathura and Chips, the remake. He was on uh, the TV show Parenthood. He cucks Jason Bateman in the movie This Is Where I Leave You. I do not look like this man. No. No. Come on. I didn't mean it as an insult. I, I well I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not offended by it. I'm just saying. I don't know. You just said I a lot of times for someone who wasn't flustered. Do you think that this is the new Lay Maze? Because you uh, said that there's some parallels between like, you know, Jean Van John might be like Wonka and Noodle might be Gazette. Do you think this is like Victor Hugo? I think that this movie will be performed as a musical in high schools for years to come. I think that generations of scrawny young musical theater high school boys will slit each other's throats to try and get the role oh. of Willy Wonka. And just like, like me in the eighth grade. And they'll be like, you know, I'm a senior, so like I feel like my time has come. And then they get like uh Oompa Loompa you know, number four. Yeah, or they get like uh old man, like featured performer in World of Our Own Song. And they're like, I'm just not even gonna do the show at this point, you know, if they're not gonna give me a role deserving of my talents. So I feel like this musical will these roles will last so long in the cultural imagination that children will, will dream their entire lives of getting to play these characters one day. Um but wow. Well, you of them will. That's the reality of it, unfortunately. Um, I would like to answer that and say that um, art is unique uh, and um, we cannot lump it and turn it into other forms of art. So Les Mis is Les Mis and Wonka is Wonka. Thank you. Well, what a pot, what a cop out. Eric, what is the best place to take a bathroom break? Did you ever answer that? Um, well, I experimented with a couple places. So obviously the first time I did not take a bathroom break because, um, you know, it's not that long of a movie. It's it's not the kind of movie where you would necessarily need to take one anyway. And I wanted to like view it for the full time, you know, my first time seeing it. Um, but the second and third time I saw it, I took a bathroom break during the scene where uh, Willy Wonka milks the giraffe. Um mm -hmm. And if you leave right when they go into the giraffe enclosure, you can come back while uh, Willy Wonka and Noodle are like dancing with the balloons, like the balloons carry them up and they're dancing on top of this building. And it's a very nice, sweet scene. But the song is probably the most forgettable song in the movie. Yeah. One of the two most forgettable songs in the movie. Yeah. So you don't have to be there for the entire song. But if you're able to make it back in time to see them like dancing with the balloons, that's a nice like image to come back to. 
Um, and then on the fourth day, I experimented with taking a break during the other most forgettable song in the movie, which is the song Sorry Noodle, which is only like a minute and a half long. So you got to really like, I would say only take the break there if you know that you are close by to the bathroom. Because like, if you got to go all the way down the hallway to get to the bathroom, you're, you know, that song's going to be over by the time you even get there, let alone actually using the bathroom. So I went there, I was able to get back, um, like right like uh, part way through the scene after that which is when they send Wonka off on the boat um yeah. to his death but you know w- you come back you see that he's on a boat like you can you can extrapolate like what happened so it's it's not the end of the world if you miss mm-hmm. like the beginning of yeah. that scene so I would say during one of those two songs those are the songs um to take a break during the two spots that you absolutely should not take a bathroom break during are scrub scrub and sweet tooth one because like those songs are like 20 25 minutes into the movie so if you need to take a bathroom break already at that point it's like what are you like what are you doing what like, are you a child yeah. what's wrong with your bladder yeah. you're, you're either a child or you have like a kidney issue um in which case like what are you doing seeing wonka like you should go to the doctor yeah go to the doctor um please. but you don't want to miss those songs those you are don't. the best songs yeah. in the movie mm-hmm. so the, yeah that's uh that's that's that on bathroom breaks okay after seven or six or how many ever how many viewings are actually a little bit in the end do you think the movie satisfyingly answered how willie became Wonka? yeah it was his last name the entire time yep isn't that crazy well yes but does it address the dark it doesn't it doesn't do a good job addressing the darkness well it plants those seeds but it doesn't watch them fully grow because think about this you know this is um like how do you capture a man's entire life in one two-hour movie right i would say like in the realm of biopics this is more akin to something like lincoln which you know uh, like the kind of movie that drills down and focuses on a specific part in the main figure's life because with a figure like willy wonka or abraham lincoln who looms so large in the cultural imagination You've already learned a lot about them in yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. we all remember Wonka Day in school. Yeah. So you don't need to see the entire journey in this movie. This is just yeah. like one chapter yeah, in the yeah, story. And it leaves you asking questions and theorizing uh, as to what happens in the intervening years. So it's, I think it's also kind know, of like Spencer in that way, right? Too. A movie that a movie that asks questions, I think, is ultimately more rewarding than a movie that gives you answers because you might feel fulfilled. Uh, you might feel fulfilled when you leave a movie that gives you answers, but it'll be a short-term fulfillment. Whereas a movie that asks questions will leave you with things to chew over for a long time to come. Um, that no, that's that's really good and profound, Eric. That's, Thank you. I like that. Um, yeah, I'm a um. Thank you so much for uh chatting with us for a bit. Uh, where uh, where can the people find you? Yeah, where, where are you at? Like on social media you? or yeah. like what? Yeah, I- well. You can follow my Instagram at Kiers Oficial. That's Kiers, K-I-E-R-C-E. And Oficial is official with one F. Uh, you can follow my letterbox at Gerbflog. Figure it out. Figure out how to spell it. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jaime. And remember, it's it, not about It's not the chocolate, the chocolate. that matters. It's, it's about people who you, you share it with. So thank you for sharing your chocolate with us. Thank you. Smell you later. Um, so our guest right now, um, is someone I'm very glad we're having on the pod. Uh, here we have a fellow, um, chocolate lover and chocolate expert and my very own younger sister, uh, Angela Decker. 
please welcome yourself to the pod. Hey, everyone. It's an honor to be here. Um, now, Angela, I specifically um, really wanted to bring you on because of your relation to the Willy Wonka source material. Um, Angela, can you sort of explain your experience um, with past Willy Wonka media and what you thought going about Wonka going into this movie? Yeah, so I actually knew nothing about it except, you know, I watched your lovely performance um, when you were in the eighth grade at Holy Spirit Catholic School of the play uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Willy and Wonka act- Jr., and it actually just kind of blew my mind, you know, and... Um, but you you haven't seen any of the movies? No, no movies. So when I was going into this, I was like, well, you know, Timmy's in it, you know, and mm-hmm. um, if Timmy's going to be doing what's supposed to be Carlin's role, you know, I, I, I have to see if he lives up to the potential. Okay. So... Cool. That was kind of my overall thoughts. Um. So without really, I mean, besides, you know, seeing that base story years and years ago, I I assume you know the general Willy Wonka story, but like this is a prequel. So do you think this kind of like met any expectations you had? What did you feel about all this? You know, honestly, um, I've been hearing a lot about what you guys were talking about with um, all these like twists and turns with like... And how could you not hear it when Carlin is yelling into the mic every night while we record? (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, um, just all these twists and turns about um, these theories about the movie. And I didn't get any of that personally. Um, I'm no film expert. Um, But, you know, I I do think that... um, the movie was quite interesting, kind of like setting up the whole story and how Wonka became Wonka or mm-hmm. Willie became Wonka. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, I thought it was a little wholesome. Yeah. Um, it, it, was, it was pretty cute. But um, I, I feel like there were some underlying issues that they were kind of like peeking um, for people to notice, mm-hmm. I guess, like you film experts to. Oh, Trust me, I don't think I don't think Willy I don't think Wonka here is the film for the film experts. I mean, the film experts can watch it. I don't, I just don't think it's only for them. I think it's for everyone. Sure, yeah, like I'm, chocolate, like chocolate. For everyone except Eric, except, yeah, except for Eric. Eric. Yeah. Um. Now, just to uh, to let the audience know, Angela uh, unfortunately was at our viewing yesterday with Peter, where um the we had to leave. Um, before the last 20 minutes of the movie because of the fire alarm. So Angela, unfortunately, did not get to get a nice concluding wrap. We're not going to do what we did yesterday where we kind of explained to her that the you know the rest of the film, we've already done that kind of. Um, but yeah, Angela, uh, did you have any like standout scenes or moments or songs in this? Angela, well, let, let's, let me just get this. Angela, are you a musical person? Not at all. I do not like musicals. I'm a musical hater, actually. Um, however, you know, this one wasn't too bad. Okay. Um, this wasn't, this one didn't seem... Wait, can I ask, are there any musicals that you like? Oh, not off the top of my head. That's fair. Yeah. Continue? I, yeah, okay. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I appreciated this movie because I feel like with most musicals, they like will say like five words and then go into song and that's just too much for me sure Um, but there was a little bit more dialogue in this one but one of the things that really stood out to me was when Wonka was first um introduced yeah introduced to the um Oompa Loompa and yeah and he basically just like trapped him and he 
but the Oompa Loompa was like, here, like, come a little closer with a pan, right? Oh, and yeah. decided to hit him in the head. And I was like, okay, that was such a good opportunity to, like, smack Timothy Chalamet's nuts. Like, why didn't you do that? Like, that could oh, have been so, so good. So this is more a note for Hugh Grant rather than Willy Wonka. A hundred percent. Because honestly, you know, you could have gotten, like, a real-life reaction out of that. You know, that wouldn't have been any acting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it could have added a lot to it. Now, Angela, I, I'm... I don't I'm not sure if you've heard all the drama you know we, we've talked about you know Hugh Grant he's the one who voices the Oompa Loompa famous British actor um he has gone on record saying he really did not have a good time filming this movie um and and you know Eric pointed out that he does that a lot with movies he goes on press tours and is like oh I didn't have a good time you know whatever and that's that's his deal and I'm 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 sorry for that Hugh but do you think, and even though, you know, he, this was a mo-captured bit, you know, it was probably very, a lot of post-production, Hugh Grant probably wasn't actually the, in the room with him. Do you think, do you think uh, he would have enjoyed his time more if he got to hit Timmy in the nuts with a frying pan? You know, I think so, especially if um, he got to do a couple more takes of it, you know, and he actually got oh, to hit yeah. him in the nuts, you know, not just mm-hmm. like the fake, like stunt devil type bullshit you know actually like seeing like Timmy. Uh, computer stuff not right stunt yeah no like seeing his visceral reaction of the mm-hmm. pain like i think that would have been so good for the viewers what did timothy chalamet do to you that you want to see him like tortured in this way you know i just don't understand what it's like to have balls so um i i just um it's really enjoying to just like see men get hit in the balls interesting um, Angela, another uh, question for you. Do, does Timothy Chalamet, or specifically Wimily Chalamet, that's what uh, Timothy Chalamet is, Willy Wonka, does he have Riz? Not at all. Ouch. Yeah, no. I mean, okay, I, to be fair, he's not my type. Um, okay. But, you know, I think, I guess he might have Riz and his love of chocolate and being able to produce it because everybody loves it so much but like him just alone he has no idea what he's doing you know he's he's still just like a little pond he hasn't created that big industry yet so does he have more riz with or without the hat definitely with the hat you know i think it that's like more your style like a guy with a big top hat you know like a monocle maybe i think it just a cane (laughs) I think it just makes him see it out that a little bit more. Around. <laughs> well, you know, the trolliness, um, you know, it's it, it's kind of cute, kind of classy. Yeah, it um, shows his dexterity. Yeah, exactly. Very agile. Um, wow. And, you know, it like the first song, I think, um, where he was handing out all the chocolate and it made everybody fly. Now, that was pretty frizzful. I will oh, say yeah. so. Yeah. Being, basically being like, hey, guys, um, my chocolate can make you fly. Yeah. Um, purchase for me the chocolate makes people fly and the hat makes him fly oh my gosh yeah that's so slayer that was so good see my one thing that i was so confused about through that throughout the whole movie was how is he making profit people buy those chocolates he's not just handing them all out okay yeah it's not it's not about making a profit it's about making chocolate accessible for everyone it's about the poor yeah it's about making smiles you're so right it's about the love so Moment of truth. Who gave a better performance? Timothy Chalamet or your own brother, Carlin Decker? I mean, I think I'm a little biased by saying this, but obviously my own brother. Wow. First of all, they also had the blueberry um, 
in my brother's performance and i missed the blueberry um in this one violet beauregard yes yeah and i know like she wasn't a part of this movie yes i think technically she's not even alive i don't think willy wonka has like a canonical age but you know he's an older man and uh violet beauregard she is under 10 years old and he is uh i don't know let's just make a guess he's let's say he's 29 like timmy timmy's age timmy's 29 right Eric. 28. 28. 28 and dating Kylie Jenner. Insane. Anyway. um, He's the father who stepped up. So let's say, you know, I I think, let's just say 10 years have gone by. I don't think uh, Wonka in the, uh, Gene Wilder is a 38 year year old Wonka. It's just, you know, she hasn't been born yet. So they have, he has time to um, chew that, uh, to chew that, to make that gum. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Um, Yeah. You know, but yeah, your your performance was just so stellar to a wow. um, 12-year-old me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, and, you know, it was just so um, breathtaking because, you know, this was like this was like one of your first um, theater performance debuts, mm. you know, before yeah. you really kicked off and became like a star, oh, you Angela, know, please, uh, in, in Chicago. And, you know, how everybody is oh. just, you know, oh, praising okay. you all the time. Hey, hey, this isn't the Carlin Praise podcast, but I very much appreciate I, I very much appreciate this. Did Carlin flub any lines when you saw the show? You know, not to my recollection. Wow. Um, he was very he's good. Yeah, no, he's so good. You know, he's really oh exuberant. You know, like his presence just stands out. You know, and oh. um, he was great. You know, I can totally understand oh why he probably didn't have time to do this film. So Timothy uh, had to follow I was, uh, in his footsteps. Uh, I, I was too bit. I was too booked. No, yeah, too many, yeah, too many you things. Really, you really were. Um, well, Angela, thank you. That is uh, that is that's very sweet. Um, uh, you know, actors like Timothy and so many other inspire me every day. Actors like Eric too, and um, everyone singing. Eric singing inspires you every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> inspires you to get headphones, maybe. <laughs> nah, nah. Did you like Wonka more or less than Shin Kamen Rider? Ooh, um, you know, um, here, okay, here's the thing. And would Wonka have been better if there was, like, a grasshopper guy oh, what? just running around kicking people? You know, if Wonka did some flips like that, that would be pretty iconic, you if, know? If Wonka did the comic, the common Rider kick, that would be cool. No, yeah, yeah, that would be dope. You know, I think if they meshed them together, that would be mm-hmm. dope, but, um... Shin Wonka, right? <laughs> yo, yo, when's Hidekiano gonna do Shin, uh, Shin Wonka? That's great. I can't wait. Yeah, I think because I didn't see... Well, I guess I didn't see both films in their full span. Um, But, you know, I think Wonka for me was a little bit easier for me to understand. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the... What is the other one called? Shin Kamen Rider. Shin Kamen Rider, you know, just seemed like this guy was just, like, killing all these other insects um to be like at like the top of the committee mm-hmm. and i was like you know go him slay him king powerful really so good but you know i feel like wonka really had a mission mm-hmm. to become wonka you yeah. know while this other guy was just kind of put in this place he, he, yeah he, he he um oh i don't know it was an involuntary mission he had that he was uh, for right he was kind of more elegant way to say that but i don't have <laughs> He was just kind of put in the position where Wonka, you know... um, Had a dream. He did. You know, his mother made this chocolate for him, and he was so enamored by it that he just wanted to be like it, and then, you know, just truly just followed in the footsteps to uh, make some great chocolate that everybody else is envious for. 
Um, Angela, do you have any final thoughts about Wonka or any any big takeaways or things you want to hatchets you want to bury about this film? You know, um, being listening, being in the room and listening to Peter's drunk take yesterday um, <sighs> was really was really interesting. Um, and honestly, I think I just learned a lot about how he processes things just in the moment peter or wonka both okay yeah um (laughs) and um peter you know his one famous line guys you know i'm just really drunk you know i think that that just like says it all um and that's also wonka's famous line guys you know i'm just a little drunk right now (laughs) remember when he says that was my favorite line yeah that's a classic line that is went nuts for that one they did the they did that and bungala you know obviously you know another another uh, you thing. mean bingala oh was it bingala okay <laughs> bungala <laughs> one see when um you guys were filming the pod a couple days ago carlin's room is right next to mine and they were filming filming it with maggie smith and i didn't hear him say bing i only heard him say gala so i thought he was like saying my name so i was angela like, what i was like i was like what and i had no response and i was like okay i it's not for me well but hey this um episode of wonka sure was for you angela thank you so much for being on yeah thanks for having me you know this film um really peaked um some ideas you know flavors yeah for sure all of the above just just good for the holidays um you know just great family movie timmy great job and thanks for having me on the pod well everyone that's been a that's been our little bonus episode i hope you've enjoyed these guests and i hope you've enjoyed week flanka so far coming up we've got one last episode for you day seven part two we have a very special guest coming onto the pod it's not timothy chalamet Stop guessing that. I told I told people that we got a guest for the pod, and my brother was like, "Oh, what? Timothy Chalamet wanted to be on the pod." I was like, "No, obviously it wasn't Timothy Chalamet." Still a very cool guest. But yeah, guys, just remember, um, it's not the chocolate that matters; it's the people you share it with. And thanks for sharing your chocolate with us today. Wonka out. Willy Wonka. What?